Hey, Jerry. Hey, J-Rob. How are you? Living the dream. Are you, are you living the dream? Is that what we're doing today? We're dream living? Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what time it is? I do know what time it is. It's time for everybody's favorite show. Jerry and J-Rob cover it all. I'm sure it's everybody's favorite show. Well, all the four people that listen to us. That's true. Well, today we have a guest. Uh, yes. Do you know who this guy is? Um, I met him just a few minutes ago, yeah. This is Mr. Leon Ingersoll, who Mr. happens Leon. to be a really good guy. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so Leon's here to tell us a little bit about what he, uh, kind of what he's done in life. And I think it's got a good lesson for us. He is a, uh, hope you don't mind me saying, your current deputy uh, uh no, at no, the uh no. county sheriff's office and you've got some military history and background mm -hmm. which we'll get into in a little bit but uh i met him i don't know maybe over a year ago doing a, a benefit for a veterans uh get together thing that we were doing for mental health and uh, he showed up and supported that so um great attitude great guy and it was it was good to meet him and i asked him to be on the show here so here we are today he's going to tell us a little bit a little bit about himself so thank you for your service. My pleasure. My pleasure. So you want to lead it up or? Yeah, just tell us, tell us who you are, where you came from, what do you do? Well, I grew up in Clean, Texas. I'm a military brat. Okay. so we won't hold that against you. So, <laughs> it's not that bad. So I, I grew up in Colleen, between Colleen and Germany, my father being in the Army. Um, graduated from Ellison High School in, in 88. Then I joined the Army. Spent my time in the Army, uh, completed my contract. Then I started doing uh, contracting overseas, different countries, security, canine, and, and personal protection until the day I was uh, hit by IED. All right. Well, that's, that's jumping off in there. So tell me kind of kind of what's a, set the stage for me where, where were you at specifically if you can talk about it mm -hmm. and kind of what was going on and and what was the what was the, the the theater like at that at that point it was still the theater was still it was still kind of we would take rockets every now and then uh mortars and things like that but i was working for i was doing uh personal protection i was the uh bomb dog handler on the on the team and we were going out to pick up, I believe it was some VIP. And uh, on our way out, the vehicle that I was in had mechanic problems. It broke down. So we had to go back, get another vehicle, and head back out. Well, our mistake was we took the same route heading back out the second time. You're not supposed to take the uh, same route. Went out. Uh, I saw a guy up on the bridge. Next thing I know, lights out. And next thing you know, I'm on a helicopter going, uh, being medevaced out. Then from there to Longstuhl, Germany. Had a few surgeries there. Then back to clean. So. Okay. So tell, let's get into it. What uh, Lights out, what happened? Uh, got hit. 
Okay. okay. So hit by uh, IED. Uh, it's kind of hard to. Uh, it's like a movie. Right. Bits and pieces are taken out. So some things I remember, some things I don't. And, and all this happened in 2007. So I got hit by the IED. Uh, they messed up my hand and arm to the point where they were thinking about uh, amputating. Luckily, they didn't have to. So it went from Baghdad to a uh, long stool Germany. Like I said, they did uh, two surgeries there. They considered a debridement back to Colleen. And then I had about ooh, eight to 10 surgeries. In, in Houston. And luckily, that's where I am now. Okay. Still got my, your arms? Still got my arms. All ten, 10 fingers. So, but there's some, you know, some, I can't make a complete fist, but that I worked through, through therapy. It was painful and, and things like that. But the, for me, the mental portion was worse than the physical. All right. All right. So we're going to get in that just a, in just a minute. When you were there, or when that happened, so it's, I assume a roadside bomb of some mm -hmm. sort, right? Mm -hmm. So if somebody pulled the trigger on that, you may have seen the suspect that, that was there that did that. Right. Um, your vehicle flipped over, is that correct? Did I, did I hear that? It it took it, yeah, the explosion took it and put it in the middle of the road because we were what, what they call counterflow. We were going against the regular flow of traffic to okay. keep you know, the enemy guessing. Right. So, yeah, it put it in the middle of the highway pretty okay. much. So you're, you're unconscious mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. um, did you guys take fire? To gunfire once, uh, once the vehicle behind me, Ray, matter of fact, Ray Ingerbrand up in Ohio. He, yeah, that, that's my buddy. He pulled me out of the vehicle. Okay. And uh, they got me out started taking gunfire luckily where the uh, device was where I got hit it was at a military checkpoint so you're close so military came up they surrounded the vehicle rest of the motorcade came back surrounded the vehicle suppression fire off 360 they got me out put me in a Humvee and got me to the hospital okay so while you were there did, did you get hit with any rounds while you were on the ground one. One. Okay. Where'd you take that in? In in the plate. Okay. The the my best. So, and that's where I believe in those. Always where your place. Yeah. That's a good story in of, in and of itself, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're unconscious that whole time. You never you never remembered anything from that incident per se mm -hmm. no. during, right? Did um, I don't mind me asking? Did you did you lose anybody during that time? No, I was the worst one actually. Okay. My driver. He lost his index finger. Other than that, I was the worst. Uh, okay, worst one injured. So only one bomb. You guys mm -hmm. took some rounds. Mm -hmm. um, anybody else get hit? No. Okay. All right. So you were just the magnet that day. Oh, everything. It was me. It was Leon me. Was I was pulling everybody in. Yeah. Okay. So they get you on the Humvee, get you back to camp, fly you out. Mm -hmm. You're on your way to the hospital. Um, don't remember anything. Don't know anything uh, right. at that point. What have people told you about it? That's that seems. Pretty amazing. What uh, Ray has told me, the, the guy that pulled me out was that uh, 
he estimated it was a 122 millimeter round that or device that you know that they detonated he said it took the vehicle literally lifted off the ground and, and, and just pushed it to the side it's hard to for people on the outside looking in try to you know get an idea what that right. looks like but you gotta have to keep in mind this is a up armored tahoe right run flat tires it's heavy but it just took it up like a like a little toy car and threw it in the middle of the road so that is the main thing that uh, I can think about that Ray has told me about because uh, mm, that I can remember put it that way okay yeah all right so long recovering you, you mentioned you went to the hospital get flown out you're in mm -hmm. Houston get things done what all did they once again hope I'm gonna get too personal but what all did they do um, to save your life I do remember though I, I take that back uh, they flew me to Colleen from Colleen they put me in the uh, hospital Scott and White in Temple 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 they did the main reconstruction surgery other surgeries were finished in Houston so at one point I do remember the doctor saying something to the effect uh, I'm gonna need an amputation kit or something like that I remember amputation and I yelled no no I, 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 I can still move my fingers so they did the main reconstruction the other surgeries were done in Houston uh, the surgeries were bad well when I say bad, I mean they were painful. It was real painful because you got to remember, I, across the top of my hand, uh, I was burned, broken bones, uh, so forth. So, it to give you an idea of what it was like, my forearm could—I mean, my hand could touch my forearm. So it was just flat. So, so, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well. So what? What? what where do we go from there? The physical portion of the whole, the, the entire incident, it was bad. The uh, physical therapy, it was worse. The mental portion was worse than all that put together. Okay. Because after that, it, it went from night terrors to... Uh, you wake up in the middle of the night, sweat, and you're on pain medications already. Uh, so you're having, you're still dealing dealing with the physical portion. Okay. So in the middle of the night, you have to take your medication every every so all you know so often. My mom would come in. I had to move, uh, live with my mom. She would come in, uh, give my medication throughout the night. I'm sure it was taxing on her because. I would wake up screaming. So you still reliving everything that just happened. And uh, so I had to go see a psychiatrist, a forensic psychiatrist, then a psychologist, then a counselor. So, and on top of that, they uh, give you medication. So, oh, and you're not wanting to sleep because if you fall asleep, 
then you have the, the nightmares, night terrors. So then you go into another phase, which is insomnia. So you're up all night. So it's a battle. Of what to do, what not to do. You want to sleep, don't sleep. You lose your appetite and, and things like that. So it, it's, it was terrible. Then as time passed, almost a year to the day, my roommate from Iraq got hit, lost his, lost his leg. So, I'm still going through my thing, and then I find out he gets hit. So, was, was, like, was that a setback for you? Yeah, yeah. And everything you, every little, if you go places, uh, you know, you're 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 hyper vigilant. You're always looking around, looking, 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 looking. Uh, you have anxiety to the point where I had to stick close to people that I know. Ask them to take me outside if we're at a restaurant or or in a store or something. And, uh, take me outside. I start getting nervous, completely sweating. So, and uh, it was a ongoing issue for I'd say about two years. Two years I went through that, and so the side effects, all the medication that they gave you, uh, you know, lethargic. It, it keeps you, seems like you're sedated the entire next day. So the, and and the eating, not eating. So I understand how people feel and that's not including the alcohol. So I did drink, don't drink now. It was, it was, it was terrible, yeah. excellent. Yeah, well I'm sure there's a, there's a lot of people going through that that can resonate with what you're what you're saying right now mm -hmm. so. yeah that's not something uh, you know as, as a civilian someone who's not ever had to deal with anything that that you've had to deal with or, or it's not something that I can say I've put a whole lot of thought into mm -hmm. you know I I know that um, you guys go out and you protect our freedoms and and you get hurt you come home but you know, to, to somebody who doesn't know, they think, well, you know, you heal up and you're you're good. But nobody talks about that mental aspect. Right, right. They like you said, the you know, the, the injury was painful, the recovery was painful, but the, the mental um the mental recovery and the emotional stuff mm -hmm. was even worse than uh than all that combined. Right, right. And then on, on top of that, to this day, everything just becomes a, a memory. I mean, you, you'll never forget it, never. But you learn how to, okay, it's just a memory today. You'll think about it. It may be a sight, a smell, a sound, anything. But it, it'll bring back the memory. Yeah. It's not as bad, nowhere as bad as it used to be. Right, right. Well, I like I said, I, I didn't serve as, as well, just like Jerry, but, but was in public service for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's nowhere near the same, but I can think of some traumatic incidents or some critical incidents mm -hmm. where there, like you said, certain smells, certain things you see mm -hmm. that, that will always take you right back there. You know, um, um, the, the metallic smell of, of somebody bleeding. Um, yeah. One of my, one of the things that sticks out to me the most is transmission fluid. It's going uh -huh. to, it's going to crash scenes and smell and trash transmission fluid. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. It, it comes up for me all the time, but it's not a 
it's just a reminder. It's not a, it's not an anxiety or anything like that, but it's, it's hard. It's hard for you and it's hard for people that don't, don't have a situation like that mm -hmm. to understand. And it's hard to come together on that to, to, to be able to communicate properly about it because nobody, if they haven't been through what you've been through, they don't get it. Right. And you, not only is it hard for you to explain it to them, you don't want to explain it to them because mm -hmm. it's just taking you right back down the road again, which is, we're appreciative you're here talking about it today because I know it's, it's probably troubling. It's, it's, it's hard for people to bring this stuff up again. Mm -hmm. But So um, how long did that take to kind of work? You never end the process, but how long did it take to kind of get through it? The uh, mental portion? Right. I, I say about two years. Because uh, two years is some change, actually, because it also affects your relationships. So, you know, you, you, if you're in a relationship, you try to explain to your, your your other half that what's going on, how how things are making you feel, but they just don't understand, along with everyone else, because you know. They, they weren't in that position. Right. So that takes a toll on your relationship as well. So it it, it took about actually a, two years, two and a half years actually okay. for things to subside. Okay. So was there like a specific incident that kind of took place where you're like, okay, we're finally, yeah, finally kind of reaching that spot? Yeah. Funny thing is, uh, honestly, it was... I had thought about it. All the medications, all the surgeries, what I had been doing, drinking, uh, it hit me one day. I wasn't raised like this. Uh, military brat uh, between Colleen and Germany, back and forth, having the and two older sisters were, were traveling for different countries and things like that. And then on top of that, my grandparents, both of them, ministers. Hmm. I wasn't raised like this. So, I had to get better. That's what happened. Okay. That's exactly what happened. I was like, no, this is it. So I took the tools that uh, the psychiatrists and psychologists gave me. Used whichever one that worked for me, my situation, and the fact that I wasn't raised that way. I made it work for me. Okay. And that's exactly how it, how I put it to use, right. you know, for me. So. Right. And it, things, just like I said, things got better and better and better. And then my wife said, you know what? Move from clean, move to burn it, start all over. And things are going great. Very good. Very good. So how long have you been at the uh, the SO? Five years. Five years. Five years. And how is that going? It's going great. Yeah. It's going great. Uh, I backtracked from Vernon County. I was uh, one of the uh, ones that started the uh, mental health, the CIT unit at another sheriff's office before coming to Vernon County. So... My experience overseas gave me the the insight or the other side how to look at people that you know have mental health issues. Okay. 
So I understand a lot of a lot of the reason why people stop taking their medications is because of the side effects. Right. So I understand that now because I've been on that side. So now all the deputies at at Vernon County, all, all of us are mental health uh, certified. We have a CIT unit. Uh, that was going to be my next my next question. Was, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we have we have we have a mental health unit. So it it works out. It works out great. If, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say, um, if somebody was listening right now that was in your shoes, what mm -hmm. would you want them to know? What would you tell them as far as they're in a bad spot, they're looking for a little hope, what would you tell them right now, having been there and done that? Regardless of the situation, how they got into the right. the, the, the well, I would rely on your family. Uh, get the help that you need. If you if there, there are so many, especially in the Vernon County area, there's Blue Bonnet Trails. There's a sheriff's office. You can contact the sheriff's office. It will come out, or the uh, CIT unit will uh, come out and uh, make arrangements. Or don't worry about the medical insurance and things like that. If you need help, help. We can get you help. So right, right. And you probably know as well as I do that as time has gone on, the the call volume for mental health cases has gone up. Yeah, extremely mm -hmm. high. Right, or it's it's, it's mm -hmm. every year over year it's much higher. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think that's due to? I'm sorry. What do you think that's due to? A lot of it that I've seen is. Uh, chemically induced drug related right so and, and I've seen quite a bit of meth use right so and, and that from what I understand you stay up three five days that leads insomnia you start hallucinating and so there you go down the path of the uh, mental health right well, there are a lot of good resources out there now, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of good folks out there that are putting forth significant effort to help in that in that area. I think law enforcement in general has done a really good job of trying to step up mm -hmm. into something that they had no idea how to deal with for for, for a long time, long time up, yeah. up into the mid 2000s at least. And all of them, from what I can tell, are making significant strides to get educated, to get trained, to mm -hmm. uh, also come up with the resources to deal with that because that's a that's another issue right there is uh, a lot of times there's no beds for people there's no space for people right, there's no, right. and you got to start really getting creative to find some mm -hmm. help for people and I think the, the agencies which they don't get any credit for this ever but that's that's something they work really hard for mm -hmm. um, to try to really help people in those crisis situations you don't get to hear about that much right and also since we're you know this close to what uh 50 miles to Fort Hood. We also, we also run into uh, military members. Mm -hmm. That doesn't matter because we get them to the VA in, in, in Temple so or the VA in, in Waco. Right. There, there's steps, but we can still get them help. Right, right. Well, very good. Well, what else? What else have you done? You've done a lot I, of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there's some more stories in there somewhere. Let's see. Between Iraq and my law enforcement career? Whatever you want to say. Hmm. Hmm. 
No, not really. I'm I'm a simple guy, actually. Actually, I you know take care of the house, or my wife takes care of the house. I do what she tells me to do. I do the yard. I, I like so. I did find out that after coming back from my rap, the things that uh, uh, you know I enjoy doing keeps me on the level playing field. Keeps me. I put on my headphones and I'm in the yard. Yeah. So I like doing the yard work. I stay out there and I'm in my own world. So there's the little things that make a difference uh, along with the help from, uh, you know, counselors or things like that. You have to find out what you enjoy doing to keep your mind busy. Right. You know, in a positive way. All right. So how did your... uh your experience, you know, you you hear from people sometimes that, that talk about how their experience really helped them to, like, change their priorities in life, view things from a different point of view and really put an importance on mm-hmm. certain aspects that maybe they never considered or never considered enough. So how, how does did that, your personal experience help uh, or affect any of that? It affects it yeah. quite a bit because then that you realize that that old saying life is too short yeah you never know especially being in law enforcement law enforcement and in iraq yeah life is too short so do what you enjoy do what you can when you can We're with your family your girlfriend your boyfriend you know whomever do what you can when you can and enjoy life so you know, for me, it's, it's family first, you know, because where well, my wife, kids, I can't, you know, they keep me busy, put it that <laughs> way. And uh, right now, I think we're planning on going on a cruise. So. Oh, sounds nice. My first cruise. Oh, yeah? Where, where from? Uh, from Galveston. Yes. I think we're going to Cozumel. No, I don't know. My wife set it up. I go. <laughs> I just, I just go. Well, you're gonna have a good time. Don't get fat while you go, though. Cause, fat tur. Uh, oh man, that's a, that's a lot of cheese on that on that ship. That's okay. That's, that's okay. Cheese. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. You're gonna enjoy it. I think you'll like it. Well, look, uh, Leon, we appreciate you. Appreciate your service. You, you, you gave something. You gave something up for America, mm-hmm. and a lot of people will never understand that. Um, we appreciate your your family and your kids that are that are in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a big deal, and I, I say it often. There's there's very I have very few regrets in life, but one of them is, you know, never making it to the military. I wish I had done a little bit there, but uh, now I'm too old and used up to make it happen. So uh, we do appreciate it, and I got a lot of respect for that. So, thank you, thank, thank you. you for I coming enjoyed in. This. Uh, thank you for being a, a deputy and a, and a, a public servant, and um, you you make this place a better place. So thank you for being here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You got anything else? You're quiet again today. Absorbing Take knowledge and wisdom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for being here today. Uh, catch us next week. We're trying to get moved locations. Hopefully, we'll get over to the coffee shop. So, if you're looking for some coffee, come to BTX Coffee and Bertram. We'd BTX. love to talk to you. Great coffee. All right. Man.